friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's time for the podcaster that's here to keep you company, that's here to take your mind off of stuff, that wishes he had something witty and silly to say. Uh, that could, you know, I wish I had something to say to, that would instantly put you to sleep and relieve all that tension. But I can only do it my way, which is slow, meandering, and a little bit goofy. The reason I do the show for you, uh, because I know how it feels in the deep, dark night. And if I can help, if I can keep you company, it would be my honor. So whether you're new or you're coming back, you're a regular listener, uh, you come back, you know, you, you just use the show when you need it. I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And uh, thanks for making it possible, my patron peeps. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. It could be thoughts on your mind, you know, thoughts about the past, the present, the future. It could be feelings or emotions coming up related to those thoughts uh, or to something else or that are just there. It could be physical sensations. It could be changes in time or temperature or routine. I'll tell you what, I had like a not a quality night's sleep last night. Uh, A couple reasons. These ones are uh, maybe they're relatable, maybe not. I definitely had... I had a live show last night. It didn't start till around 7.15 was when the prep started. And so I had some caffeine later in the day to help me with the live show. And I slept good the night before. Usually I don't sleep great the night before either. But then last night my brain was processing or my subconscious or whatever. So it kept waking me up with stuff related to the live show. Not super critical, but like more like processing Stuff that was, like, not sleepy, like, more like, oh, what, what about this paper? I said, is there paperwork at the live show? And I said, and then I'd wake up. I'd say, why am I having to do all this paperwork? You know, or did you remember all the microphones or whatever it is? Uh, so whatever's keeping me awake, I'm here to take your mind off of that and keep you company so you can fall asleep. The reason I make the show, one... I know how it feels, tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. I had trouble staying asleep and getting to sleep last night. I did fall, like I had one of those ones too where I fell asleep fast and then I woke back up uh, and then I had trouble falling asleep and then staying asleep. So, but like I know how it feels, it's uh, not great. Uh, I don't feel, I knew I was going to be tired today anyway, so it's kind of one of those days I, I didn't, well, have a busy day today, but I was like, okay. I'm in acceptance that I'm going to be a little bit tired, but that's rarely the case, right? Like I, like I knew I wasn't going to get a good night's sleep, so I kind of anticipated it, or I was like, okay, I'll, I'll deal with it. Uh, but yeah, when you don't anticipate it, it can be, you know, it, it it's not great either, you know, whatever way you get it. Uh, so one of the reasons I can relate is because I know how it feels to be tired or because I'm tired right now. I'm not really, I'm in a pretty good mood though. And then, um, I know how it feels when you can't sleep, uh, or when you're waking up and 
also the main reason is I, I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. Just like I would have preferred to get a great night's sleep last night. Hopefully I'll get a good one tonight. Uh, you deserve a good night's sleep because your life will be more manageable when you do get the sleep you deserve. You deserve a bedtime you could feel neutral about and not dread or bedtime you could look forward to. And if I could be a part of providing that, that would be my honor. Because like I said, I know how it feels there. Uh, and it's uh, it's frustrating, right? So that's uh, why I make the show. And the way I do it is I send my voice across the deep, dark night. I use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, and superfluous tangents. And what that means is I go off topic, I get mixed up, I repeat myself, I don't make a lot of sense all the time. I'll talk about one thing, then I'll remember something else, and I'll go back to talking about, and then I'll forget what I was talking about. Kind of like thoughts at bedtime, like I'll drift, uh, but try to drift in a smooth way between things. Not always smooth. And, uh, like all, all of that is to keep you company so that you can fall asleep. Creaky dulcet tones is just the style of my voice. Uh, not for everybody. Uh, not everybody's cup of tea. Just like, uh, yeah, see, well, I don't, I don't know about that, but it's not traditionally soothing. I'm more here to be distracting and to make, to, to be good company. I'm the kind of company, like, I'm the kind of company you don't need to keep, but, like, uh, I'll be around, uh, but I'll be around at a distance. I'm on call. The company you kind of keep, Scooter. Like, like uh, he's, yeah, like uh, the company you keep, kind of, uh, a little bit. Uh, so what that means is, if you're new, I'm glad you're here. Now, if you're skeptical or doubtful or you're already frustrated or you're like, where's the show going? That's a normal reaction to this podcast because it is not for everybody, right? It is uh, very different. If you've had trouble sleeping, you've probably tried other stuff before, probably a lot of different stuff. And somehow you found this podcast. Either someone recommended it or you just were searching and you tried it out. So this show is very different. And the only advice I can give you is what I've heard probably at least a million times is give it a few tries and see how it goes. So if you're skeptical or doubtful, that's normal. But just listen a few times, like try tonight and try a couple more nights and see how it goes. Because the podcast can take some getting used to because it's so different. I'm going to explain what's different about it right now. But give it a few tries, like, and see, see if you definitely already don't like me or the show, that's fine, too. I have a website set up, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash no thank you, that you could check out. It has a bunch of different um, sleep podcasts and sleepy audio on there. You could try one of those because you still deserve a good night's sleep, whether I can help or not. So that's, uh, that's a, okay, so what's different about the show? One, it's a podcast you don't really listen to. You, you kind of just barely listen. Kind of like I said, I'm, 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 I'm keeping you company in the deep, dark night, but you don't need to entertain me or even listen to me or even humor me. You don't even have to pretend. You could pretend you're listening. A lot of listeners do that. They say, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Oh, yeah, totally, Scoots, uh, I could see why you'd feel that way or whatever. You could do that. That's You could participate a little bit if you want, but you don't need to. And I'll be here the whole time. So if you wake up or you can't sleep uh, or you've got some something, something you're dealing with, you just can't sleep at all. I'm here to keep you company whether you're awake or asleep. 
And this show doesn't really put you to sleep so much as it keeps you company while you drift off. I'm here in the deep dark night to be your friend, your boar friend, your boar bay, your boar sib, your boar cuz, your boar bestie, your neighbor, your boar burr, your boar bra, uh, your friend in the deep dark night. I'm here to keep you company. Like I said, if you can't sleep, I'm here to keep you company. And if you're not listening, I'm here to keep you company. So it's a podcast, that, it's a sleep podcast that doesn't put you to sleep and uh, that you don't really listen to. Those are things that are hard to get used to. Another thing that throws people off is the structure of the show. And the podcast is designed in a very specific way, but as you become a regular listener, you could kind of adjust how you listen. So there's, um, it starts off with a greeting, friends beyond the binary, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. And uh, then I say something silly and all of that is uh, so that you feel seen and welcomed in and you get the tent, the nature of the show. It's a little bit different, a little bit silly, but not hilarious or, uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's partially amusing. So that's the greeting. Then there's support because I, I want the podcast to come out twice a week for free. Uh, versus being subscription only or, or like exclusive or something. That's the goal. Uh, so paying for it is optional. So the people that support the sponsors or support the show directly, those are the ones that, that enable us to be here for free. But if you, you're not in a position to do so or you don't want to, that, that's that's cool because it's free. So this, that's the support for the show. Then there's support for listeners and then there's support for communities around the show. Uh, so that's that, that part of the show. Then there's an intro. And for some reason, people that don't like the support part kind of project that onto the intro. The intro is separate from the support. It's a show within a show. I think we're about six, seven, eight, nine minutes into it. It's usually somewhere between 10 minutes and 20 minutes long. It's where I introduce the podcast unsuccessfully. Over a thousand times I've unsuccessfully uh, introduced my podcast. Unsuccessfully sounds unsuccessful. I've been unsuccessful at... Is unsuccessfully a word? If it is, my picture's next to it in the dictionary, in my imagination. Uh, but uh, 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 the intro is uh, where I introduce a podcast to new listeners, but regular listeners are almost nodding. Maybe they're nodding off because it, not, here's a piece of fan fiction I could write one day. Nodding on Notting Hill. Uh, just idea just popped in my head. That was, uh, was that... Um, was that uh, Julia Roberts and Hugh um, Grant? Uh, my my head, my first, my brain said Julia Louis Dreyfus and Hugh Jackman, and I said, "No, that's definitely wrong. Don't say that out loud first. To say it second, and figure out who is it." Okay. So I don't. I think that's what Notting Hill, Notting Off on Notting Hill, starring. Uh, probably wouldn't be starring anyone starring, uh, fictional characters within Scooter's imagination. What was my point? Oh, good, that regular listeners are nodding. Cause the intro, it, the reason it's like 10 to 20 minutes long and at the beginning of the show is not just to introduce new people to the show, but it's to ease you into bedtime. And for a regular listener, uh, you know, it, it becomes part of their bedtime routine, whether they're getting ready for bed they're doing something else relaxing, whether it's stretching or drawing or knitting or just chilling out, just sitting around. 
Uh, and then some listeners are in bed. A few people are already asleep. We're ha- we're so happy for you. Oh boy, are we? Not we don't have any. We do. We do have a bunch of FOMO, particularly me right now. Uh, but we're happy for you. Really, totally happy for you. Especially those of you are in bed with a partner that doesn't listen to the podcast that's already asleep. Uh, we're even more happy for those partners. But you, you, so some people are asleep. Two uh, percent uh, of people start the show at twenty minutes or so, and then equally, people that pay on Patreon. Either, there's people that listen to story only shows, and a lot of people that listen to intro only shows. So it's kind of balanced out. But the intro just gives you a chance to have some twilight or some wind down for most listeners, to get some distance from the day. And to ease you into bedtime, because that's just what works for me. Like I said, last night I did a live show, and I didn't get home after, like, unloading everything and stuff like that. And I said, oh, boy, I want to be asleep in a half hour, which just isn't, like, going to happen. Uh, it usually takes me an hour to wind down. And then after doing a performance and having a bunch of, like, coffee and stuff, uh, you know, so... The intro is it serves a couple purposes. It introduces you to show. For regular listeners, it's familiar every time, but it's different. So your brain or your emotions or whatever that keeps you up can't quite adjust because they never know. They know Scoots is going to say something uh, that doesn't make any sense, but what will he say that doesn't make any sense? I mean, I don't think I've ever come up with a fan fiction for Nodding on Nodding Hill before. Nodding on Nodding Hill. Knitting and nodding on Nodding Hill. Nana, knitting and nodding on Nana. Nana, Shanana, live on Nodding Hill. What if it was just Nanana? Is it, if Shanana ever broke up, I realize I, I've done research on Shanana. But, like, what if they said, let's just split up. Uh, I realize we've been in, you know, whatever, 70 years or whatever, we've been making music. Uh, but what if we could split the company right down the middle? You'll be Shah, and we'll be na na na. And they say, why? Well, uh, a podcaster wants to write a piece of fan fiction called na na na. He doesn't have another words, and then on Nodding Hill. So, na na Nodding Hill. Well, it sounds like he's just having trouble saying words. Well, yeah, and he does have trouble doing that. So that's the intro. Uh, and then after the intro is, again, support for the show so it could come out twice a week for free. Believe it or not, if you're new, or even some regular listeners don't believe this, but there's a lot of work that goes in the show. It's not like I just sit down and record it and put it out. Uh, and that's uh, like the sponsors and the support make that possible. Uh, then there's a story. Tonight it'll be our episodically modular series, Nuns in Space. Uh, so that'll be fun. And very sleepy. Oh, boy, we'll be sleepy. And then there's thank yous at the end. So that's the structure of the show. That's why I make the show. I'm really glad you're here. I really appreciate you taking the time to check the podcast out. If you're new or coming back, uh, thank you so much. And here's a couple ways I'm able to do it for you for free twice a week. All right, hey, everybody, it's Scoots here. It's time for our episodically modular series, Nuns in Space. It's technically season three, but this is the most, this is very episodic and modular, so you really don't have to have listened to any episodes before this one. You could, but the good thing is you could look at that, all that stuff as, uh, you know, backstory or whatever. Uh, even, this is episode three, I believe. 
and uh, we'll get you caught up uh, on everything you need to know and go through that. So it'll be really nice. And, uh, yeah, so it's time for another episodically modular episode of our nun- ser- series Nuns in Space. Uh, basically, it tells each episode is a, is, is a bit procedural. Uh, it tells the story of uh, Scooter and Stan, two best friends, uh, space adventurers, who at the beginning of each episode find themselves not together. And each faces a different dilemma at the start of each episode. Oh, boy, this is the stuff they don't do on TV because we'd say, don't please don't do this every episode. But for a sleep podcast, we can. And the dilemma for Scooter is he's on a spaceship with the nuns from his childhood. And, the, like, uh, don't ask the mechanics of it. This, you know, that's got, you know, hyperspace and, you know, subspace stuff. Uh, but he's on a spaceship with the nuns from his childhood. He's their only crew member. And they're as wonderfully kind as he remembers them, which is not even, I don't even say that with irony. I, whatever's harsher than irony, I say it. Uh, and, but he he has to work with them. They're traveling through space, destination to Scooter Unknown, because he's just a crew. And he's he has to help them as a crew member. He also knows, he's the only one that knows that they're in some sort of repetitive cycle each episode. And that he also has to get to Stan and stand somewhere facing Stan's own dilemma. So Scooter's first dilemma is uh, helping the nuns as a crew member because uh, he's on the ship with them. Then f- figuring out that solution usually helps him get to Stan. Stan... Uh, is a sentient uh, freestyle soda machine, just in case you, you uh, that that's pro- somewhat important if you need to picture him. Picture a freestyle soda machine with sentience, nanobot. Uh, the, he also has nanobots that can, uh, you know, do arms and legs. But he, he, Stan's memory gets wiped mostly every episode, or not wiped, but he's in some sort of thing where he doesn't remember. He, he usually comes to consciousness or whatever on a planet, and the planet is facing its own dilemma, possibly caused by a uh, concentration of delusion. And Stan doesn't really always remember how Stan, how he got there, what he's doing there. And uh, Stan also has some powers that could be d- described as magical or godlike or cosmic, but Stan's not aware of that either. And so usually Stan's in a dilemma, how to get here, what's going on. The planet is in a dilemma. And let's see, I'll give you an example. If I can remember from the first two episodes, uh, oh, one planet, all the, um, there was these glob-like beings, but they were turning into balloons, uh, like a hot air balloon. They were enjoying it, but it wasn't good for them because they were meant to be glob-like beings going on the Earth. When they became hot air balloons, some of their being would evaporate eventually, a total evaporation. That's a shorthand. Stan didn't even realize it, so Stan, you know, th- that's how it goes. As the procedure was, something's wrong feel like something's wrong. What's wrong? Let's fix it. So that's the procedure. Uh, that sounds like uh, not the procedure. That procedure is not a metaphorical one. It's more like, uh, for me, then after let's fix it, then I realize, oh, 
some things, you know, are more uh, about uh, adjustment and acceptance than uh, fixing. But this is a story, not my personal life. <laughs> oh, my God. I just cracked myself up so much uh, because I'm, it's not because I'm embarrassed, uh, but but it's just like so funny that, uh, like, yeah, the stories aren't like life uh, always. Uh, so in this story, things will be solved and fixed because it's just a story. I just wanted to point it out to you and to me. Because I say, because I could have, I'm not kidding. I don't know if this happens to anybody else out there. But you say, well, maybe I could, you know, maybe, like, even though it's my own podcast that I write, I'd do it, like, I could still take it as missing. I say, wait a second. Uh, if I could be more like Stan, then everything will be, then I could just fix that. Uh, I say, no, it's more, you're just a human being. You don't live in a uh, a bedtime story, episodically modular series. Uh, loosely based on your experiences as a child with nuns and uh, your desire to have a sentient soda machine as a best friend. That's fiction. Okay. But you know what's not fiction? Well, uh, winkity, winkity, wink, is our celebrity, like, set up a person. I don't know if indomitable is the right word, but I feel like saying it. Uh, The indomitable... The unprecedentedly glamorously handsome, uh, endless kindness, Mr. Antonio Banderas. As uh, the friends beyond the binaries, the ladies, the gentlemen, the boys and girls, it's time to get spacey with nuns in space. So good to be here, Scooter, with you. Thank you for not... Uh, Oh, I, yeah, I was so caught up in my own stuff that I didn't take the time to uh, mention that uh, even though you drove straight from Los Angeles here, you were, uh, you know, I, I, I realize they say around this set time, but really, I mean, you know what I mean. So that's uh, Mr. Antonio Banderas, and this is Nuns in Space. Thanks, everybody. Hey, Pimpel, this is Stan you know, uh, it's not all fun and games, pen pal. Sometimes it's just games. Uh, I know people say that. Scooter used to, Scooter used to say that people would say that to him. It's not life's not all fun and games, Scooter. Uh, and he'd say, "But shouldn't it be? Or are you sure it's not?" Uh, he and then he'd, he'd say, "Well, I wish I would have." Uh, it was, so anyway, but it's, it's pen pal. I'm just saying, like I, it was just a saying or truism. Uh, that scooter, that confused scooter. But I'm in a situation where it's true. Uh, life is not all fun and games on this planet. Uh, it was just games. Uh, f- well, it was just fun and games uh, on this planet. Uh, in business, in commerce, in industry. But not anymore. Now it's just this one game. And, uh, you know, the thing is, Pen Pal, the more I think about games and saying game-based sayings, then I think about that you play games with your friends normally. And my friend taught, once upon a time, I had a friend, Pen Pal, named Scooter. And he taught me through through his example how much he loved to, to win at games, uh, and how good it could feel winning the game for a very short time uh, if he won or I let him, you know, I let him on to think he won. 
But, you know, one thing you also told me, taught me, or like Ann told me, was there was times, because he was trying to teach me, eventually he caught on that I was letting him win. And he said, it could be fun to almost win, Stan, as long as you almost win. And then he and he taught me that by example when we introduced other people to play games with as we tried to... um. This was another adventure. It was not exciting, you know. Uh, it was called uh, Scooter getting out, you know, and, and hanging out with people and Scooter together. And so, if he was close to winning or he had a chance to win up until the end, it was fine. But if he was like, if we were playing a game and he had no chance, oh boy, pen pal, uh, look out because. Uh, if it was like it wasn't going good, um, but I don't know where my almost wiener, my almost almost wiener pen pal. I wrote that on purpose. Uh, my almost winner scooter is not here, and uh, no sign of my friend. And I'm here, and this is no game at all. This is not a game, and uh, and it makes me want to like I I have a, like a one of those uh, even though this game there's no dice based games here I have a dice cup and I want to shake it but I'm shaking this dice cup because in frustration pen pal because there's no game this is no game this is no game I'm shaking it like a maraca because it's it's helping me it's helping me this is no game. Stan, Stan, why do you keep saying this is no game? Stan, oh boy, is that a rattling? I thought it was a maraca or a dice in a cup, but a cup that doesn't have a felt lining. But it's, oh my gosh, it's the metal of the ship rattling and the ship is shaking. Oh boy, what a time to wake up. Okay, oh, yes, nuns, I'm on my way, uh... Clearly, yeah, I can feel the G-Forces, uh, sisters. I'm on my way to the bridge. Uh, yeah, uh, my, 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 hi, sisters. I, yeah, the ship is not that big, so uh, I know, like, the ship, sh yeah, I know the ship should not be rattling like this, uh, sisters. Uh, um, okay, so we're going, oh, so we have to go through these planets to get another gravity boost, huh? Or what I, I know it's not called a gravity boost, sister, but I realize we're using the gravitate whatever we're using the gravitational poles uh, of the planets as a boost. Uh, okay, I can see it on the map. Uh, and okay, this usually I know I realize uh, you know some things I do learn, sister. Uh, I realize this takes some very smooth, focused flying, and. You're saying okay, so why, okay, so the controls of the ship are very stiff, uh, and I know autopilot uh, can't handle it. Let me just observe uh, while things rattle and shake. Uh, even a hum, a rattle and a hum. I mean, not a great hum. Okay, sister. Um, here, could you take your hands off the yoke, like a yoke, please? Um, and because we just have a bit pause here. And let me just activate the autopilot for a quick, uh, this is just a diagnostic. See, cause, um, yeah, I just did a quick diagnostic and according to the, um, this is a analog digital system Stan and I uh, designed with vacuum tubes. I don't know if you're aware of any of that sister. 
Okay, this is your ship. Of course, sisters. Yes, I know. Um, might be. But the, 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 here, can you go back to the controls? We're getting ready to go through. And yes, sister, I see you co-piloting. It looks like uh, you, 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 you know what? I'm feeling it too. It's like a stiffness. Um, I didn't even realize it myself, uh, but I'm feeling physically stiff. Uh, and I think that's what's happening with the controls. Uh, can we do some um, motion? Yeah, I can't do. It's like uh, I'm, I feel uh, gummed up. How about you, sisters? Can you feel that? Okay, let's try some breathing. Yeah, and let's try to do. Yeah, it's like uh, it's not just gummed up, but it's like uh, I can't move. That's what's causing the shaking of the ship. Uh, is your piloting, but your piloting is being affected by your and mine, all of our. It's like we're we're we're, we're greased up with old grease or something. Huh. Let me um. Let me just, uh, I don't normally like to do this, sister, uh, but let me just kind of rub your shoulder. Oh, boy, you are stiff. Uh, it's like you're partially defrosted. It feels like you're partially defrosted or something. Yeah, I feel like that, too. Okay, well, that's not great. Uh, you're not cold, though. Yeah, sorry. Sisters, let me tell take your forehead temperatures or it feels somewhat normal. And I, I mean, but I, I feel, I feel the stiffness, but I, I don't feel the stiffness. You know what I could do is when my hands, you see, get cold. I never told anyone this, but if someone asked me for a massage, uh, a, like a romantic, I didn't really do this, sisters, but I used to plan on it. If someone asked me for a massage romantically, which is no different than a, not, than a massage, well, well, but I would put my hands in my armpits to warm them up. Uh, and I always thought about, and my armpit is soft uh, on the inside. Like, uh, could, this is someplace, let me see if it's in my imagination. This is something I never thought I'd ask permission of the nuns, of all of you sisters. But could I put my finger in your armpit or a couple fingers? Uh, I promise not to tickle you. Uh, well, even if you're tick, I know. But yeah, oh boy. Um, oh boy. Um, yeah, that, you're, you're soft. Your armpits are soft too. So, oh, yeah. um, be thinking about it. Hopefully my memory will be wiped at some point. Uh, but all of your armpits are soft, uh, in various degrees of humidity that I'll never forget. Uh, I'll never forget that, that each of you had a different, that I'll just never forget that. Uh, thank you for that. But yeah, you're, you're, uh, all of our armpits are soft. Uh, and okay, so, okay, I realize the ship is, uh, so we got through that gravity, whatever thingamajig. How long do we have? Okay, well, I'm working on it. Okay, well, I, I realize that, uh, so we're being propelled towards that next solar system. And okay, within the solar, thank you, sister. Thank you for correcting me. Um, and, okay, so I have a few minutes. I'll get to the bottom of it, sister. Oh, boy. You know, I'm on it. I'm on it like, uh, like uh, you know, I'm trying to just trying to clear armpits out of my head at this point. And uh, let me just do some more. Like, I feel like, 
a turtle that wants to go back in their shell because of the, and like that there's like a, because there's like a slug light. Okay, so that's popping in my head for a reason. Uh, sister slug. Huh. So it's like, um, you're, okay, let me check you again, sister. So your clothing is stiff and your outer thing is stiff. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me, um, let me put on a space suit and see. Let me just try something. Okay, I'm putting on the spacesuit, sisters, and I'm moving around in the spacesuit because this is the one for going out into outer space, right? And inside the suits, now, like the outside of the, so it's something, there's something in the atmosphere or in the ship or something that is causing our outer layers to be stiff. Uh, So, but this, this would be too bulky to wear to steer the ship. I realized that, sister, because I realized it because you were raising your voice and telling me, yes. Uh, okay, so I'm really going to, you know what, sisters, do you have any winter clothes in your wardrobe? I'm going to go, you keep controlling the ship and controlling us through this gravity push or whatever thing is called. I'm going to go in your wardrobes to, and, uh, oh, goodness. Uh, so, um, no, you just have a lot of these... Um, do you mind if I call them nun suits? Uh, like, uh, they're, they're very, they're softer than I thought. I mean, the, uh, the polyester is rough, uh, but I don't think this is going to do it. And I like these layered ones. Um, um, but I don't think that's going to be, huh. you know, cause in the movies and sometimes there was nuns that had like really stiff suits. That's why I was looking. Do you have any stiff suits? No. Do you have any do we have any starch on board or spray starch? No. Okay. Well, then um you know, oh boy, sister, I got an idea. Uh so sorry, sisters. Yeah. So I'm going to um take three of your suits down to the uh well, it's not very far and uh I remember watching this episode of Great British Bake Off. And what I'm going to do is soak your suits in egg, like I'm going to get your suits and, and uh, stiffen them up with egg whites. Uh, and uh, so I'm separating eggs uh, very quickly. Sisters, have you ever seen anybody uh, separate eggs and eggs whites so quickly? So, yeah, I have a vat of egg whites here, and this is the egg yolks there, and then the eggshells. You know, I know, oh, don't worry, sister, I will not waste anything I know we already have something with the eggshells to process that. The egg yolks, I'll make some tarts, some some egg yolk tarts, just like I saw in the Great British Bake Off. Um, but for now, they're just going to sit in this vat, uh, kind of like orange eyes. Why? Hey, hey, egg yolks, uh, keep keep an eye on me. I'm make I'm stiffening up some uh, nun suits here. Even these habits, sister, they're a bit like helmets. And yeah, these should stiffen right up. I'm gonna use I'm gonna use a, a, this uh, this event here. These are stiffening right up. I'm putting them on hangers. Don't worry, sister, because I'm you know I want to make sure you can slide into them. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, yes. Yeah, so put. Go ahead, sister. Put it on. I'm. I'm good. I'm fast. Uh, okay. See. 
Uh, you think it's going to work. Uh, yeah, make sure to put on the side. I did everything, even the undergarment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just no, no. Go in another room, please, please. Uh, and uh, yeah, even because you need layers, I think, sisters. Uh, yeah. Okay, you control the ship. Oh, boy. No, no, I'm going to deal with these egg yolks right now. And probably talk to them and try to process some of my feelings after all that. Uh, hey, egg yolks. Uh, wow, you're really... Uh, oh, wait, I never stiffened myself up. Uh, wait a second. I, I just kind of want to... Um, so just looking at these egg yolks makes me want to get in here and uh, soothe myself. Uh, I don't know. What would happen if I was coated in egg yolks? Maybe that would make me stiff. Oh, boy, swimming around here. And, uh, egg, egg, like, instead of Calgon, egg, like, uh, let me just go under the egg yolks because also I know that I have to find my way to stand. And... Uh, Oh, now the egg yolks are gross. Scooter, Scooter, why are you playing around in the, the green slime vat? Uh, is that you? Yeah, yes, Dan, it's me. Scooter, quit playing around. Where have you been? I've needed your help. Get out, get out. Here, take a towel and wash yourself off. You're covered in slime. Stan, why is there a vat of green? Scooter, the green slime is part of the game. Okay. Which like uh, which game? Scooter the great the only the game one game to rule them all. Okay, okay. So what did you what were you? So you seem frustrated, Scooter. I'm very frustrated with you. I've been waiting for you and thinking about you getting here to help for a long time. And I've been saying, don't worry, Scooter will be here at some point. But it's been a long, 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 long time, Scooter. Uh. And every nothing's going well, and you're not. You have well, stand him here now, and I totally. I can see why I'd be frustrated, uh, and I'll try to help. Scooter, I don't need help. I, I've been imagining you coming and, and solving everything. Well, Stan, I mean, I just solved one problem that I didn't. You know, the, the, so um, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Why don't you tell me what's going on, Scooter? Oh boy, it's been a long time. Okay, tell me the first thing you remember. Okay, I'm not even sure it's the first thing I remember, Scooter, which is weird because I should be able to easily identify that with uh, timestamps. Yeah, I know, Stan, but things are different here. So, um, Scooter, they're so different. I don't think I like them. Yeah, no, I understand that. That's totally legitimate, too. Um, but, okay, tell me about what's going on and where we are and... Uh, uh, what, what, what you do remember. Okay, Scooter, we're on a planet, uh, and this is where everything's going wrong. Okay. And what planet, what's the, what's the planet like? Oh, it's, it was a very nice planet for a long time, Scooter, before, before I remember. It was like, uh, the foremost hub of game shows, uh, for this section of the universe. I'm sorry, Stan. Could you could, I think I that scooter. Okay, so in this part of the universe, all game-based entertainment, uh, this planet became the hub of that. Uh, they were. This was where uh, they would uh, create game shows, game-based entertainment. Scooter. Okay, that helps. 
So they film game shows here. They come up with the ideas here. There's even theme parks for people to, like, simulate game shows. Or there were. None of that anymore, Scooter, unfortunately. Uh, they, you know, not all, not all production happened. I mean, the productions of the shows did, but, you know, not making board games so that it would happen, but they would design those. So this whole planet, like, was where all the creative happened and a lot of the production and it became a destination too. Okay. So the home of the game show in game-based entertainment industry in this part of the galaxy or universe or whatever, this was a, okay. So it used to be like that, right? Right, Scooter. Oh boy. And this is where, you know, it was an important thing because people in this, people like game-based entertainment. Of course they do, Stan. And, uh, but that was a before time, Scooter, uh, I remember, I, I remember knowing that. I don't know if I was here for that because that was a while ago. But all I know is that something changed on the planet. Uh, and people went from, like, being interested in making games uh, to all—I don't know if it happened fast or slow, Scooter, because I don't, like— uh, Okay, Stan, that's okay. Just tell me what you do remember. So, Scooter— uh, at some point, people went from wanting to make games to only to playing games, but only and then only to playing this one game, the game to rule them all. Uh, but there wasn't any initially. There wasn't any rules, uh, and it wasn't clear that it was just one game, and there was no standards or. Uh, best practices or guiding principles around this one game. Okay, this sounds familiar, just not with the clearly labeled as a game. But yeah, this was a game. So they stopped making games, uh, and eventually they lost all their contracts, and uh, some people left the planet, but a lot of people stayed and people came. And uh, people were only interested in the winning part scooter and uh they kind of made it uh and then they started also but they were also like the game was kind of making itself as they were a part of it uh so there was some uh, something else going on that i still don't quite understand scooter okay let me see if i can just reflect back scooter are you really scooter you're reflective listening well stan i know i let you down and uh, also had my fingers in uh, nuns' armpits today. So my value system for a brief time is uh, restructured slightly. Scooter, why would you, instead of helping me, you were sticking your finger in nuns' armpits? Uh, so let me so let me see if I understand. This was once a game show planet, a game show production planet. Fun, but business. Uh, Fun playing games and multiple games. Something changed, and it went from making games and creating games and playing games to just uh, winning at a game. At first, the game was more less defined, and but the game has slowly been defining itself as more and more people play it. Kind of scooter. That's still before I was aware of this. So that's when I around when I got here and I became aware of the fact that uh, there were no rules. And it was more of like a, the game had become a god or a base god, like instinctual needs. And people were just uh, 
I didn't like it, Scooter. As soon as I became aware of it, I said, you know what? I don't like this. Scooter wouldn't like it. It was a bit like a W-A-R scooter. And it was a big mess. Uh, a lot of the, all the, you know, all the stuff that they had built throughout their history had been dismantled or used. Uh, and uh, I said, uh, now, Scooter, I don't know how I do some of this stuff, but I, you know, I got very, uh, my, I had a furrow in my brow, my digital brow, and I feel like, uh, I feel like Scooter's at the top of my, Stan, you do have a furrow up there. Scooter, I used some nanobots to create a furrow, but, um, and I took over the planet, Scooter. I said, stop this. Uh, now, I couldn't stop it totally because people's lives were so integrated in playing this game. You know, I had to be firm and gentle at the same time. You understand, Scooter? Okay, so you stopped the the playing of the game. Well, Scooter, I used my super, you know, super processing powers to analyze what was happening. So it's not like I just did it, Scooter. I mean, I just did it because I have so much processing power. Um, but I don't know how I physically did it, Scooter, uh, or got a hold of everybody or all that. It just kind of happened. But I said, okay, because also the game that they were building was kind of further along. It was, It's like a... It's a combination of game shows and obstacle courses and all this thing, Scooter. But people were still using it. I don't know. So I said, stop. And then I said, okay, everybody. So then I tried to fix things. And I made some mistakes before you got here, which is another reason why I'm frustrated. Because it hasn't been going great. Like, first I had strict control. And, uh, like, people didn't like that. Uh and then I said, okay, well, like, uh, this is the game. And then I started making rules. That's when I was doing all my processing. And I tried to optimize the game and to teach them how to be fair and kind to one another. And that totally failed, Scooter. They weren't interested. So, you know, then I, and then they were, some people were um, not happy. With, they were taking it out on me as the game, the gamekeeper. So then I had to be a little bit stricter, and then I said, okay, well, we'll make a great game that everybody can play, and that didn't work. Uh, and then I said, okay, we'll, t- we'll make a great game that only a few people can play every day, and that, that didn't quite work, but it started to get a little bit better. Okay, Stan, it sounds like you're doing good. So you took over the planet, uh and it calmed things down from everybody taking, like, uh, yeah, Scooter. So I had to kind of make it strict uh, at first. And, you know, people didn't like that. Uh, so, that, and I could tell, you know, people's motivations were down. They weren't so nice. I didn't like any of that. And I kept trying to teach them, but they didn't respond to me teaching them or telling them how to behave. Okay, Stan, so then I'm guessing you came to another, so, yes, Scooter, uh, I kept thinking about uh, the um, game shows with the uh, showcase, what was it, the showcase, like where they would show two, two, you know, cool things you could win at the end, right? Uh, and how you would tell me that, you didn't, you know, you never had a boat uh, or you don't have a, you know, you put a boat or two jet skis in a car, and you were always like, well, what if I don't have a place to put the jet skis? Uh, or my parents won't let me ride jet skis. 
or the refrigerator or a pop-up camper, the things on the showcase. Is that what it's called, Scooter, the showcase showdown? I think that's what it was, Stan. And how that was kind of like aspirational, Scooter, like that you wanted to be a person with pop-up camper and jet skis and a boat uh, or whatever it was they were giving away, a new car, all those things, right? Yeah, and sometimes it, like one of the showcase showdowns would be cool and the other one, but you could still win both, I think, if you were within $100 or something. Right, Scooter. But I was more thinking of it from the um, belief system standpoint. So I, I started to create the, the games and the prizes would be in kind of from other books, you know, and stuff. I said, okay, if you win this game, you'll get this whole new way of life. Uh, but only two people can enter the game every day. Everybody else and people would get to submit what they wanted to win but mostly people just wanted to win. It didn't, the prizes, as long as they seemed cool and aspirational, suddenly that changed things, Scooter. And uh, now people weren't happy that only two people, or then it was three people, then I went back to two people. Like I tried to figure out the different things, uh, but it was just, you know, I'm by myself, Scooter. And I was like, well, but things, the thing is, Scooter, things are calmer, but I don't think it's okay. The people, they, they like, I'm, you know, I, I keep an eye on them. And while they keep saying, oh, okay, like they're still, now it takes a lot of industry to run everything, Scooter, because we got to keep everybody. So people still have to have jobs and you have to do your job in order to be able to enter the game. So that's the motivation. And then the prizes are so great. But the thing is, Scooter, nobody's having fun. I mean, they kind of are having fun. But not real fun. I can tell because I've spent enough time with you, you know, that I can tell when people are pretending. Okay, Stan. So, um, okay, so we have an interesting dilemma. So you have things under control. Right now, it's hoping you'd come and fix it all. and But I'm also very unhappy with you. Okay, well, hmm. Okay, so here's here's what I'm wondering. When, um, what happens to people who win the game. Um, like, so, so you've been doing it for a while and we, so we have winners and what happens to the winners? Uh, well, Scooter, it's the strangest thing. Uh, like they can go off planet. That's normally what I try to get them to do, but no one, everyone wants to stay on the planets and eventually they get, come to me and they ask if they can reenter the game uh, and again, I said, okay, well, sure, you could re-enter the game, but when if you get accepted in the game, you have to give up your pri- your original prizes, because uh, there's really no risk uh, for anybody, right? It's a game show, like, you get in, you get to play. But for the winners, you say, they said, well, you can't really keep it. It's not fair to the people. Okay, but has anybody done it twice and won twice? No, Scooter, it's just the odds are pretty low. Okay, and there's probably some simmering resentment about, uh, like at some point, maybe there'll be enough simmering resentment that uh, you have to wait around to see if you're even going to get to play the game, huh? Yes, Scooter, probably there is some simmering resentment. You're right. Uh, okay, and but there's no... So winning actually doesn't do anything. I mean, it, like... Uh, 
just like when I think I'm going to win, I feel good for a little while. And then I, you know, then I might like a real, like, uh, but there's no real world here either. And have you tried to, so you've tried to teach people to behave nicely. Have you tried to, Scooter, they're not interested in making games. So we tried to make making games a part of the game. Okay, well, here's the thing I think we need to do then, Stan, is uh, maybe, I don't know what to do. So we're st- so they're stuck in a way. We can't force them to change their minds. Um, maybe, here's the thing. What if we go into the game? What if we play the game against each other? Because everybody watches a game, right? I would assume that you t- like every there's a game every day. Scooter, there is every day. And then the scooter first. There, there's the thing where you choose the players for the next. Okay, so we'll have to wait around. No, scooter, we could have a special game. Because today's like a game break day. Okay, so we could enter the game. What if we just do a demonstration of the game? I'm just trying, I don't know what to do, Stan, to be honest with you. Okay, Scooter, but I think you at least have an idea. We'll be in the game. Everybody will be watching. And what if we, um, oh, man, like, what if we play, like, what if we go into the game? So, okay, so here's the thing. Most of the people on the planet uh, are um, former game creators or entertainers, right? Uh Yes, Scooter. Okay, and you have you know all that, right? Somewhere in your databases, Scooter. I do. Okay, and um, what if we go into each stage of the game, and it, it, like, because you were waiting for me to come help you, but what if we um, slowly go through each stage of the game? and design it uh, in a way that, uh, like, play it in a way where each part of the game we're asking more and more people for help uh, from the community. Scooter, I don't understand how we could do that, and it would be... Okay, Let's. here's the thing. Why don't you make a planet-wide announcement that there's been a malfunction in the game and the games are ceasing uh, because it's no longer... Uh, and that you... And your assistant are going to go in and try to play the game. There's something wrong with the game. It could be better. And you realize how frustrated everybody is with uh, only two people getting to play it. And that the prizes aren't as good as they seem once you get them. Like you'd run, maybe that we don't have to do this in, in one, one second, you know. Okay, Scooter, I'm, I'm listening. So you, we, uh, we do that. Uh, I mean, you could do it fast because you, you know, you're, you're obviously, uh, I don't know, you're processing's off the charts. Then we go through the game bit by bit by bit, getting help, uh, and to improve, to find out what's wrong with the game. But we're, 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 we're the, um, I'll just play be myself, but you'll have to follow my lead and say, Huh, I don't understand why is this, uh, this is a twisty slide or what, you know, what, where, what is the best use of green slime? Is it really a part of a game show or is it more punctuating a joke? Uh, 
well, scooter would be part of it. You'd pull a bucket and it would go on your head and then you would run, then you'd have to search through. It was different. There was, it's pot. It was, no, I know. Yeah, there was a show with a lot of slime. I remember. Okay, scooter. But, uh, like, how could we use green slime in a better way? Scooter, okay. So you're saying, uh, here's the thing, other thing, Stan. I'm pretty sure that there's some part of the game, like, see that giant tower? Uh, like, uh, that's, Scooter, that's the part of the, the, um, the thing, uh, what are you saying, Scooter? What I'm saying, Stan, is there's something off about that. Like, I know that's like that one game, and for, like, what are those things, whatever that's called, the game, like, it used to be, uh, uh, it was like the squeaker, like, uh, that's a game I never owned that I always fantasized in owning, where it was like an infernal machine or whatever. I don't know what to call it. Uh, like, almost like the thing that made Pee Wee Herman's breakfast. Uh, but it was like uh, to, to build a better um, um, place for, for, uh, for, for, for gerbils to play. It was called, that was a board game. Was called, Scooter, I remember, you, you, like, I bought it for you, but I didn't give it to you because I was afraid, very similar to the situation we're in now, that if I gave you build a place for gerbils to play, you would, then your life would lose all meaning. Right, Stan, there you go. That's where we're at right now is uh, I'm looking at a gigantic version of that game in the middle of this game. And I got to say that uh, maybe that part needs to be removed uh, like as part of our plan. Scooter, I think I'm, 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 I'm kind of understanding. I'm almost getting a sense this has happened before. Like that there's something about that. Uh, and now that I'm processing the history, the arrival of that uh, construction, it's not made from anything on this planet, right, Stan? But we can't just send it away without getting everybody's vote, right? Or Yeah, participation. Um, but what does that even do? Can't we? I bet you, there you go. Okay, Stan, we found our solution, part of our solution. Each part of the game could be its own game uh, to build a better part of the game. But it, like with the goal of like having fun and being entertaining, now we don't have to push those goals on anybody. Let them discover them themselves. And, uh, but like the main, the biggest one we would try to do is like uh, to replace this because it's like uh, each part of that, I don't think, Scooter, uh, okay, let's do it. Uh, Let's um, uh, take a pause and uh, let me draw out some plans and communicate with everybody. I'm glad you're here, Scooter. Stan, I'm glad I'm here with you, too. Hey, pen pal, it's me, Stan. Uh, great news. Uh, uh, Scooter's and I's plan pretty much worked. I mean, I did have to do a bunch of adjustments, but we got everybody involved uh, with fixing the game and making it better and uh, and saying, is this really working? We did a lot of that. Like, uh, Scooter's really good at not knowing anything and then it, it being instructed by other people. And I, I was able to copy him. And even, like, we did it really slow, Pen Pal. It took a long time. 
where it was like each element of the game at first, uh, Scooter would say, well, why is this slide spin clockwise? Is there a reason uh, it couldn't go counterclockwise? Uh, it went, and then uh, people being like, well, why? You know, and then what's the pur-? And then Scooter would be like, well, what's the purpose of a slide? Uh, and then people would be like, well, you, like, or what's the sound you make when you go down a slide? Uh, I do a wee or a woo. In, um, but a lot of it was like replacing parts of the, the giant, uh, obstacle course part of the game based on that board game, which I didn't even, I'll be honest, Ben pal, till Scooter got here, I didn't even notice the similarities between let's build a comforting place for a gerbil board game, build a better comforting place for a gerbil. I, I, I Scooter said, Stan, that's the exact thing, the game. Doesn't that stick out to you as odd? Uh, and it's constructed as some strange alloy that doesn't exist on this planet. And that, you know, the more I thought about it, Pen Pal, I'll be honest with you, I sensed something within that game, that part of the game, that uh, it wasn't like it was sentient, but that it had its own presence. Uh, and like, uh, I said, okay, well, and then, but it was like, uh, I, I, like I, I, I don't know. Then I would get mixed up or something, and then uh, Scooter was the one that said, uh, like, uh, let's see how he said how much green slime could a planet make, and then someone said, well, I think we could like, uh, and there was a green slime accident that caused covered part of the the get that part of the game. And that's when I realized it because it was like it, it like it interrupted something, like there was a blockage or something that I could that, that was, as soon as that was gone, people were a little bit more having fun for a little while. They, they like uh, they celebrated and they were laughing. At first, at first, I just thought it was the green slime, but then I realized uh, that that part of the game, just that construction, was not part and. Uh, and be honest, like I felt like some feelings deep down, pen pal, like my feelings of like being left behind by Scooter, then fantasizing that Scooter would fix everything, then Scooter not being able to fix everything, then having to go slow still, and all that stuff. Uh, uh, and then this part of me that's like, wait, Scooter's gonna like, uh, like then I'm st- something else that we're all stuck in this cycle, uh, here on this planet, every day playing the same game, these people, that that, that construction was part of it. Uh, and it got so, uh, and I was covered in slime, and I said, uh, this part of the game needs to be like, uh, and I took it, and I, I, flew, I don't even know how I did this pen pal. I flew it right into their sun, and uh, which was pretty far away. And then I, and then I came back, uh and then we've still been working. Everybody's been having fun. And now it just seems like people were like, uh, they, they come up with these other ideas. And uh, I don't know. It makes me want to just rest my circuits here with scooters, scooters asleep. Uh, he, 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 ba- he, he said the green slime is good for exfoliation too, pen pal. And uh, so I'm and like, uh, so I'm going to rest here with scooter and uh, dream of games and people having fun playing games. Pen pal, good night.